Hello, this is Mike Burek. I'm your host for Made in Ukraine, a podcast series which focuses on tech startups in Ukraine. And today I'll be speaking with uh, Gennady Kornyov and Julia Chekalova, uh, both of whom are with Hydees, a uh, cybersecurity uh, company. And so, Gennady, um, welcome, and Julia as well. Uh, Gennady, we had an opportunity to speak briefly in New York at the Razum IT meeting recently, but unfortunately, time didn't permit us to get into too many details about your company. So uh, I'd like to get some background on your products, uh, who the audience is for them, and where you think the market will be. Sure. So we currently have one product. It's called Heidi's Key. Uh, we started selling it in Europe in uh, last September. And uh, our audience are people who are sensitive about their uh, personal security, their privacy, and uh, access to their systems. We are going to pre we actually present it our uh, next product, which is uh, Hadis Key 2, during a consumer electronics show in Las Vegas. And uh, we are now finalizing the product, so we presented a working prototype. And uh, uh, with the final product, we should be ready for production by May. And we will start accepting pre-orders for that product in uh, uh, March or April of this year. Can you tell me a little bit about the product itself? What is it and what does it do? Sure. So, Heidi's key is a combination of uh, a personal authentication device, a personal security device, and a hardware password manager. Uh, and uh, so, speaking a little bit about all the three uh, use cases, so when we're speaking about uh, authentication, primarily it is the second factor for uh, existing services like uh, Facebook, Google. By the way, uh, Facebook just last week announced that they are opening um, an opportunity for their clients to use uh, universal second factor devices uh, to be authorized. So that's a good example of a second factor device. Now, um, in terms of password management, we uh, offer our customers on uh, different platforms, on Android, on uh, Windows, and now on uh, iOS and Mac. We have uh, both uh, uh, versions for Apple products in testing right now. So we offer uh, our customers to store their password securely on a separated device, which has um, and customer authentication on it, so it's uh, um, it's kind of you know a door and a key uh, scenario. Uh, with regular physical doors, you always uh, can open the door with a key, regardless who you are. Right? You can be the right person. You can be the owner of the door of the you know of the building to which the door leads or not. And in our case, we always make sure that only if you are um, the owner then you can open 
open this uh, virtual door or actually physical door as well. So mm -hmm. another functionality is uh, uh, RFID. We provide with Hades uh, key current model a storage capacity for one RFID and uh, uh, Hades key 2 will have dynamic RFID module which means uh, you can store as many uh, RFID credentials as you want. So how many passwords can a user actually store on Hades key? Up to 1000 at the current version. And I read something on the website, and I might be confusing it with something else that you're doing in cybersecurity, uh, that um, customer identification is actually accomplished through a retina scan. Is that true? Uh, it's accomplished via eye vein scan. So is there, is slightly, uh, there is a slight difference between uh, retina and eye veins. So retina requires a high uh, quality um, five or more megapixel camera and eye scan, which is basically a scanning of the eye veins, the small uh, capillars uh, inside your eye and surrounding it. Uh, it requires a camera which can be one megapixel. So that's uh, way more affordable. Ah, and it's actually an American technology. It's developed by a company called iVerified. It's based in Canada. And right. we are licensing this technology for our product. Now, it sounds like, at least initially, you're really aiming this product at the B2C audience. Do you see any potential in the B2B audience? For example, you know, going after large Fortune 500 companies. Oh, sure. So we also have Julia here. And Julia, would you like me to answer this question or you want to do it? Uh, actually, actually, uh, in the United States, we consider the market as more like B2B-oriented market. Uh, furthermore, uh, we're working for the moment uh, at few pilot projects with uh, prosper, uh, prospective American customers. Uh, we're, we're working with a few user cases. Uh, which means that uh, our device can be used as identity and security device second factor uh, for uh, middle size and small companies in the United States. Uh, but also it can use uh, special cases like, for example, in the medical area, in the hospitals, etc., where uh, in the United States uh, you are using a lot of Bluetooth devices and IoT uh, technologies. So our device can be used to open the door to connect uh, some definite medical devices and to identify the person and secure its identity at the same time. And we think this is a, it can be uh, really successful here with that. So we have, uh, yeah. Yeah, would you say that uh, hospitals might be a primary market for you within the U.S.? As as one of the user cases, actually, there are a lot of them. So besides, there are hospitals, but there are also, for example, if if we are taking middle size or even small company uh, with uh, ten to one hundred employers on board, uh, when you are employing somebody, uh, you can provide provide him our Heidi's key. Uh, and your future employee, employee, he can open his door at his office. He can identify his himself. 
the company can uh, programize all the uh, passwords which are necessary to protect their information and, and to identify that this definite employee has some uh, level of the access to the information, etc. in the system. So it's, it can be really useful for this case as well. There are another cases as we have a lot of functions on board on the device. We have another another user cases like, for example, some uh, area where uh, people are working with uh, uh, chemicals uh, using some definite costumes when they cannot use their fingers actually to tap on the keyboard. Our devices, uh, they have just one small button which can be programmed for some simple functions. For example, to enter to the system, you have to push the button one time. To load the information, you have to push the button two times. So when you don't have uh, some special, I mean some special manufacturing, some special factories, which where uh, you should you should use the special chemical protection costumes. And there are a lot of other user cases that we are working for the moment on. That's very interesting. I'm curious about the the business model, actually the pricing. Uh, I would assume that there would be different pricing for the corporate market versus the B2C market. Is that is that true? Yeah, yes, you're absolutely right. Because for the uh, customer market, uh, we're selling the uh, ready-to-use version uh, and we're selling actually the hardware with some key of the functions. But for uh, our corporate customers, we're going to use um, something like a license mo model, which means that you can buy some uh, basic functions and after you can add something on it and uh, it will be kind of monthly payment uh, and not the purchase of the hardware of the device. I also, yeah, under I also understand that recently uh, the company uh, Hydees incorporated in the state of Delaware and you're hoping to release the B2C version of the product on Amazon sometime in the spring. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, we decided. We dis actually the uh, found the founder of the company decided that this is the right place for the IT startup to be incorporated in the United States, namely in Delaware. So the company was uh, opened actually uh, four weeks ago, and for the moment, uh, for the moment, we are already we are already in negotiation with Amazon to start on their special start startup uh, platform, Amazon Launchpad, and we hope to start during the spring uh, to sell our B2C version there. Do you think this will change the character of the company at all? Because, of course, it was founded in Kyiv in Ukraine. Uh, will the majority of your employees continue to remain there? Definitely. Definitely. Oh, we, we will be still a Kiev-based development office company. But from legal point of view, uh, we would like to be open to the uh, American market, to the European market. And uh, so, so it's, it, it's more like a business question uh, for us to be incorporated in the United States.
How many employees are there overall in Hydees now? Jenna? Yeah, uh, so currently we have uh, uh, 10 employees uh, at our R&D office. We have more, uh, more than 10 more employees uh, as uh, our contractors doing contract work. And we have uh, two, uh, two, two persons in America right now, Julia and uh, Vlad, our uh, B2B sales guy. And uh, can I add a little bit more about our uh, market strategy in terms of B2C and B2B, Michael? Yes, please. Yeah, so um, you, see, you, you asked about uh, whether do we plan to shift towards B2B. Of course we do, but uh, it takes time. So, uh, as you know, the usual, uh, the usual time, the usual span it takes uh, uh, to close a B2B transaction is around uh, 12 to, um, to 18 months. And so, we already launched these processes uh, when uh, our team visited the United States just uh, this month, in January. We hope to uh, grow this project into a full-scale uh, partnerships, but this will take time, and we need to to exist and to develop our products, uh, you know, during this year. So uh, B two C is kind of our current strategy, but we are uh, of course thinking about uh, further development into into uh, business to business sector, and I guess uh, if you stay tuned, you will see more interesting uh, partnerships and uh, business models in the coming year. Gennady, I'm curious on the B to C on the B to C side. Um, initially, you're going to launch on Amazon. Is there any thought thought in the U.S. to try to get into some of what are called the big box stores like Target, Walmart, or Costco? Uh, of course, uh, that's uh, that's a goal as well. But uh, digital has less risks. So uh, with Amazon, you don't you don't have to build uh, you know a large uh, inventory in every city. Uh, it's easier to do customer support. So there, things are way more uh, simplified. So of course, after the initial launch on Amazon, we are actually talking right now already to uh, to the brick and mortar retail. But uh, that will come as a second stage. Right. So first, we want to try the product with early adopters. Via Amazon, we are also thinking about um, about a crowdfunding campaign, but that's uh, tricky with the cybersecurity. Uh, last year, there were a lot of uh, you know uh, crowdfunding projects on Kickstarter and on Indiegogo, and not all of them were successful. And so uh, now the public trust in this uh, area is uh, you know is windy, yep. <laughs> if I might say so. And I'm, I'm curious, talking about funding and investment, um, how many investors do you have in the company at this point? So originally the company was bootstrapped by its founders and uh, we recently closed uh, a seed round. It happened in uh, December uh, and we have uh, three investors, uh, two, um, uh, two corporate investors and one uh, individual. Uh, an angel, uh, and the total uh, amount of the transaction of the transaction was uh, three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Okay. So that will uh, last for us uh, until the end of this year, 
and we are now looking at uh, raising the next uh, seed round or round A, depending on, on what will be our traction uh, this year. Now, I know that you were out at uh, CES this year out in Las Vegas. Uh, from what I understand, you were one of, uh, is it eight startup companies in Ukraine who were invited to participate there by the Ukrainian Venture Capital Association? Yeah, that's exactly uh, what, what happened. And what was your experience out there? What was CES like? It was great. Uh, actually, uh, so uh, all uh, most of the team, so Julia, Oleg, uh, me, were from Pocketbook, another big Ukrainian uh, hardware startup, uh, which grew in the late uh, 2000s, uh, early 2010s. And uh, um, so everybody already attended uh, CES. But we were attending CES as Pocketbook when it was a full-scale corporation doing uh, several million devices in sales per year and now we are attending more like a you know startup being lean uh, saving uh, money because we don't have you know a big travel budget a big conference budget right now we better invest it into R&D so that was totally different experience being lean being uh, a savvy uh, using each and every opportunity but it was great so we uh, secured several uh, pilots at CES uh, we then followed this lead in uh, the Silicon Valley, which we visited right after Vegas, and in New York, where actually we met you as well. And so, uh, and we also met uh, media. We're still continuing, <laughs> like right now, we're still continuing doing uh, media follow-ups, and that's very important because we don't have big marketing budget. So uh, media appearances are probably the only uh, current instruments that we have to reach people who are, might be interested in our product. So can, can you tell me a little bit something about your manufacturing? Um, I understand that the product itself is actually, actually manufactured in China at this point? Yes, uh, we have some plans to, uh, to do uh, part of the production in Ukraine. But uh, as of now, uh, yes, we do it in China. And reasons are uh, kind of more pragmatic and regulatory. So uh, currently in Ukraine, it's very difficult to certify uh, product uh, like we have uh, to be able to quickly ex export it to United States and to Europe and in China it's all you know they, they're doing uh, thousands of products uh, on a daily basis and it's way uh, more it's simpler just simpler to, 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 to complete all the formalities but we are thinking about uh, of course we have all our R&D done in Ukraine so the product is designed entirely in Ukraine but we are also thinking about uh, production. And uh, to our uh, astonishment, uh, in positive way, uh, we already uh, found factories in Ukraine who are accurate enough uh, to do a precision manufacturing for Hades. So I, I'm very curious about the situation for startup companies in Ukraine. I know it is challenging. I know that very often there is not a lot of support from the government. And of course, it's always difficult to find funding. So what is your view on this? How was, how was it like starting up IDs? Uh, well, probably Julia will add, as she's the original founder. I joined the company a little bit later. 
actually, 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 I can, I can, I can say what can I see from United States, uh, where I spent like uh, last two years, which is not a lot, but still. So, for, for 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 example, for example, I can see that in you in New York and San Francisco there are a lot of a lot of brilliant uh, Ukrainian entrepreneurs uh, who are coming uh, to learn, who are coming to meet the uh, future investors, uh, future partners, and uh, all over Ukraine. Uh, so, so it's. We were really grateful to Razum for connecting people. There are another events uh, that are happening in San Francisco for Ukrainian uh, start startups as well, and it's really surprising, surprising, and really uh, wonderful that there are a lot of companies from all over the country, from south, from uh, west, uh, from Kiev, etc. Uh, new, new brilliant ideas uh, and uh, young people with, uh, with uh, amazing things uh, to do in their lives, to create and um, Nevertheless, still uh, all this all this innovation they need uh, infrastructure in Ukraine. But I think with the youth, uh, with the young people which we have in the country, it will it will it, it it's happening already. There are a lot of initiatives. There are uh, there are many events uh, inside of Ukraine, in the United States, in Europe as well, where Ukraine is already represented. Uh, and I hope, uh, I, I I guess it can really provide the re a real boost for the country's development in the future because we are really strong in IT, in mathematics, and technologies. And being based in Ukraine right now. I can add to what Julia already mentioned uh, about the investment climate, he climate here. So what uh, what happened during the last uh, several years? Because of the uh, crisis caused by the conflict and uh, a military conflict, and because of the uh, you know um, our banking system right now is not feeling very healthy. Uh, but there, there are still, you know, people who have uh, money and who would like to invest this money somewhere. And it's very interesting and very peculiar situation in which uh, uh, country in general is struggling. But uh, there is a lot of uh, free uh, uh, capital available because people just store this money, you know, as cash. And uh, uh, that's why uh, there are a lot of opportunities right now for technology startups. And another uh, thing we're discovering is that uh, Ukrainian uh, technical community, so people who are ex well experienced, who are working for big outsourcing companies, they are tired of you know doing just outsourcing, and uh, they are trying to do their own businesses. So we are now uh, coming through the stage, you know, which probably happened in the United States 20 years ago, and that's a very interesting process. So we have. Uh, uh, we have uh, abundant sales and capital, and we have people who are interested in starting something new. And we will see, you know, within the next five years, what will, it will bring to us. So now for one final question, Gennady. Where do you see the company going five years from now? I realize that you're just starting to roll your product out, and there's enough to think about with that. But what do you see over the next, next peak, the next mountain, in terms of product development? For high D's. 
You know, we have a lot of uh, hardware expertise from uh, Pocketbook, our previous project, and right now with Hades. We are now completing uh, FIDO certification, which opens, you know, a totally new world of opportunities um, for us in authentication. So I guess we will stay, uh, we will stay on this cybersecurity authentication uh, hardware line. But uh, there is a lot of uh, improvements and a lot of uh, new things coming within the next five years. So we met uh, Google uh, authentication team in uh, Mountain View just several weeks ago, and uh, they really enlightened us on uh, on what what will what will be the nearest future. And uh, we definitely see ourselves as part of this ecosystem. We want to grow uh, to grow our expertise in marketing in sales within the United States and worldwide and we want to grow our um, our technical expertise as well. Thank you and I want to thank uh, both Gennady Kornyov, CMO of Hydees and uh, Julia Shekalova, Global Director of Business Development uh, for sharing their thoughts today about their products and the uh, the market for cybersecurity products uh, from a Ukrainian standpoint. And uh, this is Mike Burek again, uh, your host for Made in Ukraine, a podcast series on tech startups in Ukraine. And uh, thank you very much and the best of luck with your uh, rollout of your product. Take care now. Thanks. Thank you very much, Michael.